Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, Well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. We are in the second week of 2024, and I want to ask you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you showing up for yourself this year? I hope that you are on track with doing the things that make you feel your best and you are taking steps towards achieving everything that you want in 2024. I deeply believe that 2024 is our year. We've decided, we've claimed it, and so it is. I am really excited. As you probably saw by the title of this episode, I am sharing with you today three things that you must do if 2024 is the year that you become binge-free. If you are tired of living in the cycle of restricting your calories, falling off of the wagon, and then eating like the world is coming to an end. You're tired of feeling powerless to food. You're tired of feeling out of control with food. You're tired of eating to the point that you feel sick. You're tired of participating in your binge eating habits and behaviors. This is an episode that is going to be incredibly powerful for you. So I want to share with you the three things that you must do if you want to be binge free this year. And These are all things that I have done from the start of my journey. These are probably three of the most critical things that I did at the start of my journey on day one of making the decision that I was going to heal my relationship with food. So before we even dive in, the first thing before the first thing is that you actually have to make the decision that you are committed to healing your relationship with food. And it is really important for you to understand, and you've heard me talk about it here on the podcast, healing your relationship with food does not mean getting on another restrictive diet. I had that in my mind for so many years, like, let me just get on another diet to help me control my relationship with food. Wrong. You need to be committed to doing what it takes to actually heal the relationship that you have with food, improve that relationship, be able to heal hear and honor your hunger and fullness, be able to respect your body, be able to remove food rules. You have to be able to do all of that and you have to have a willingness to do it because if you don't have a willingness to be committed to healing your relationship with food, step number one is going to be impossible for you. And the first thing that you need to do after you've made the commitment that being binge free is your priority is you have to decide that you are going to break up with your diet. If you are a person who wants to lose weight, I get that and I see that and I understand that so wholeheartedly, but you have to pick a priority. You have to decide what is more important to me right now. 
Is it healing my relationship with food and becoming binge free? Or is it losing weight? Because I deeply believe that you can lose weight without being on a diet. I've had clients work with me around healing their relationship with food where that was their only focus and they've lost upwards of 60 pounds. I have had clients have incredible physical transformations while healing their relationship with food because weight loss becomes a byproduct of how you start treating yourself. And also down the line, once you have healed your relationship with food, you you will be able to continue to raise the standards that you have for yourself. You guys see me right now on social media. I've been sharing a lot and I'll continue to share here. I am on a transformation journey, not a transformation journey. And I'm trying to lose as much weight as possible, or I'm trying to get as small as possible, but I am working to change my body so that I can be physically as strong as possible, which means that I have had to raise the standards that I've had for myself. For instance, at the beginning of healing my relationship with food, one of the standards that I had for myself was focus your meals around protein. So your breakfast, lunch, and dinner are focused around protein. Wasn't tracking my protein. Snacks didn't have to be focused around protein. Wasn't aiming for a certain number of grams every day with my protein. Now, Seven years later, I have raised the standard for myself because I feel in such a solid place with my relationship with food where we can say, okay, now we're going to up the game a little bit where yes, meals will be focused around protein, but so will snacks. Unless you're having a specific craving for something, center your snack around protein. And same is true for my dessert generally. Like if you're not craving something, choose something that is protein focused if you're going to have dessert. So I'm doing this. I'm raising the standards that I have for myself. I'm now tracking not in an app, but just in my notes on my phone, how many grams of protein I'm getting per day. I raised my standard. I deeply believe in trust and will be proof for you in 2024 that you can transform your body without going on a restrictive diet, without obsessing over your calories, without tracking your weight, without you know having it consume your life, without restricting your favorite foods. It is 100% possible. I know it's true. I've watched my clients do it. I'm gonna watch myself do it. But you are not going to be able to heal your relationship with food if you're still trying to follow a restrictive diet, if you're still tracking your calories, if you're still tracking your macros, if you're still following somebody else's meal plan, you're not going to be able to heal your relationship with food because there's constantly an underlying ulterior motive there of like, oh, well, I have to eat this and I'm not supposed to eat this and I should eat this and blah, 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 blah. Like all of the rules that we create, restricting food groups, telling yourself you're not allowed to have things, identifying foods as good or bad. You can have standards for the way that you eat 100%. I encourage you learning about intuitive and mindful eating. They will be very powerful for you on your journey to reconnecting with your body. But if you truly want to become binge-free, you have to decide that you are no longer restricting yourself. You are no longer going to follow a restrictive diet. Step number one. Step number two is two-part. So the first thing that you need to do is understand your urges to binge. I know for myself, it wasn't until I read the book Brain Over Binge, and I 12 out of 10 recommend reading the book Brain Over Binge. It will change your life the way that it changed mine. For so long, I felt like I had to understand why I was a binge eater, why I was someone who turned to food, why I was someone who felt out of control, what was wrong with me. And I had myself convinced that there was something wrong with me. And until I figured out what that something was, there was no way that I could have a healthy relationship with food. It wasn't until I read Brain Over Binge that I understood that my binge eating was actually just a habit. I had created a connection in my brain that when I felt an overwhelming desire to eat, I gave in and I went and I ate. 
I was feeding this part of my mind that was craving food, having this urge and this desire to eat, I was feeding into it. And every time I gave it what it was asking for, it got stronger and stronger and stronger every time that I participated. Just like all of our beliefs do. Every time that you give into your belief and you affirm it with your action, you're deepening it. It's becoming more a part of you. Think about when you were a little kid and after you got out of bed in the mornings, you were taught to brush your teeth or before you go to bed, you were taught to brush your teeth. And your parents did that with you from, you know, however old you are when you start doing that, nine months, I don't know, 12 months, I don't have kids, so I'm not sure. But when you start brushing their teeth, your parents did that with you probably all the way up until you were five, six, seven, eight years old. They wanted to make sure that you were doing it right. They wanted to make sure you were getting in the back. They wanted to make sure that you were brushing your tongue, like all the things that you're supposed to do. They were there to help you embody this habit in your life, reminding you when you didn't want to, encouraging you when you didn't want to, telling you that you had to when you didn't want to. They were helping you strengthen this habit within yourself. And now it's so strong that when you wake up in the morning, you just go and brush your teeth. You go and brush your teeth because it's become a part of who you are. It is a habit that is ingrained in you. What if your binge eating was just a habit that was ingrained in you? And all you had to do was stop giving into it in order for that thought and that urge and that desire to go away. So the second thing that we have to do is, First, we understand that our binges, they're just a habit because we have this urge to eat and then we go and eat. We've created this habit loop within our brains. Our our brain's pathways are literally created now. Feel the urge, go and eat. But what if we could disconnect that wire? What if we could decide that we were going to no longer give into that urge because we actually had control? So with this, you're taking your power back and you're deciding okay, this is a habit. And if I was capable of forming this habit, I'm capable of breaking this habit. This is not about something being wrong with me. This is not about having to heal something deeper within my childhood. This is not something beyond my control. I actually am the one in control. So if we can understand that and believe that, that your binges are just habits because of this urge, the second piece of this is to see that urge, that overwhelming feeling that we get as just a shitty thought that we are no longer giving into. When I started to connect this and think about the fact that I have shitty thoughts all day long that I don't give into. At the time I was working a job when I started my binge free journey, I was working a job that I didn't really love so much. I didn't love everybody there. There was this one person that worked there that got on my nerves so bad. Every day I was irritated by this person. It took a lot in me to not speak up and speak my mind and say some of the things that I wanted to say. Shitty thoughts that I didn't give into because they had consequences. You have shitty thoughts all day long that you choose not to participate in and not allow your actions to follow in alignment with. What if you could treat your feeling, urge, or desire to binge the same exact way, where when the thought arises, you recognize this is a thought, but I am actually the one in control. I took my power back and I decided I do not have to give into this. And every single time that you say no, you're breaking that wire. You're breaking that connection between feeling the urge and going to eat. And what happens over time, the more and more and more that you say no to that urge, the quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter that voice gets, where eventually it won't even exist anymore. I have not had an urge to binge since 2000 and I think it was 2019. No, 2018. Yeah, since 2018, September, it was right when I started my job. I remember it very well. My last job that I had before I quit to run my coaching business full time. 
I had just started working there and I had this overwhelming urge while sitting at my desk to eat all of the built bars. Y'all remember built bars if you've been around for a minute that were in my cabinet at work that I would eat as a snack. And what caused it, Chris texted me and said, do you want to get Panera for dinner tonight? And I was still working on healing my relationship with food. So this is still constant thought processes, constant self-awareness, changing of habits, changing of patterns, changing of the way that I'm looking at things. And in my mind, the immediate thought that arose was, you weren't planning on having Panera tonight. And if you've ever been a person who has been a chronic dieter, you get these thoughts of like, ooh, I'm getting ready to eat something tonight that I wasn't planning on eating. So I might as well just say fuck it and eat for the rest of the day. Like, let me just start the eating path now. Like, let me just start eating everything that I want. Like Tasmanian devil, like psycho crazy over food. That was the mindset that I was in for so much of my life. And those thoughts would still arise. And I had that thought after he texted me, do you want to get Panera? And I remember sitting at my desk and laughing and thinking how ridiculous that because I'm going to get Panera for dinner tonight, my mind thinks that I should just sit here and eat 15 built Bars. Because I was able to recognize I am so in control. I don't have to give in to this thought. But when you've been living with the urge to binge for so long, it feels so consuming. And I get it. I have been there. I spent so much of my life feeling that way. Like I was out of control, powerless. I could not control it. I felt it. I had to give into it. Almost like an out-of-body experience. But if you can start making the connection that this is just a thought that you're having and you are actually the one in control and you get to decide how you behave, you can stop giving into it. And the more consistently you say no to that urge that you're feeling and you choose to not participate, that voice is going to get quieter and quieter and quieter until one day it just doesn't exist anymore. September of 2018, the last time that I had an urge to binge what is it right now? January of 2024. That's 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Five full years and some months since I've had an urge to binge. Can you imagine a life that feels like that? You've heard me talk about before the no for now practice, but I want to remind you of it right now because this is going to be a pivotal time for you to use it. So you have the understanding of your urge and you recognize like this is just a habit. I have this thought. I give in. I've created this habit. I'm the one who has control and I am now deciding that I'm going to stand in my power and no longer see this urge to binge as something that I need to follow through with. It's just another shitty thought that I do not need to listen to. And when you say no, I want you to use this no for now practice because we're also working on healing your relationship with food, which means we don't want to deny ourselves permission to eat because we're working on becoming mindful and intuitive and respecting our bodies. With the no for now practice, you give yourself an opportunity to see, am I actually physically hungry or was this just an overwhelming urge that I wanted to give into? So the no for now practice is literally telling yourself that no for right now, but if in 15 or 20 minutes you're still hungry for something, you have permission to come into the kitchen, put it on a plate, sit down at a table and eat it. So you're going to eat it in a way where you're not participating in the binge behavior because the binge behavior is something in and of itself, right? Standing in front of the pantry, standing in front of the refrigerator, shoveling food down your throat, eating directly out of the bag, eating as fast as possible, not even tasting your food, like all of those things. So we don't want to participate in that binge behavior either. So if in 20 minutes you're still hungry, you're going to come into the kitchen 
and you're going to put the food that you have full permission to eat on a plate and you're going to sit down and you're going to eat it and you're going to enjoy it. So you have permission to eat, but we want to make sure that we're not giving into this urge to binge. And within 15 or 20 minutes, that urge is going to have passed. And most likely you aren't even actually hungry. And that is a win for you. So you celebrate that you said no. And every time you say no, you celebrate that you anchor that in and you recognize how you are actually the one who has the power and the one who is in control. And then the final thing that you must do if you want to become binge free in 2024 is you have to work on loving and accepting your body. Because if you are at war with your body, you're constantly going to be tempted to go on a restrictive diet. When you look in the mirror and you're unhappy with your reflection, or you put on clothes and you're pinching your stomach or swinging around your bat arms or whatever it is that you're doing. If you're looking at your body and you're thinking, I'm miserable in this body, I hate this body, I just want this body to be smaller, then you're going to be tempted often to go back on a restrictive diet. And if you're tempted to go back on a restrictive diet, you're not going to be able to truly heal your relationship with food. So I want you to work on loving and appreciating your body by doing the things that are going to make it feel really good. Honor your body with kind words. Start speaking to it nicely, gently, lovingly, compassionately, as if you really care about it. Honor it with movement. Start going for walks. Do some stretching at bed. Do yoga. Hit the gym. Whatever feels good for you. Start honoring your body with better sleep, less scrolling on social media at night, less scrolling on social media in the morning, getting a good night's sleep. Honor it with hydration. Start drinking water so that you can actually make sure that you're being hydrated the way that you need to be. And honor it by eating the delicious foods that you love. But again, doing it in a setting that isn't participating in that binge behavior where you're like blacking out and going to another world and eating like you're never going to eat again. So these are the three things that I believe you must do if 2024 is the year that you are going to become binge free. So let's recap. Number one, before we even start, you make the commitment. Real number one is you break up with your diet. Number two, you understand your urges to binge and recognize that they are just shitty thoughts that you do not have to give into. And then use the no for now practice to really put that saying no into place. And then finally, number three is work on loving and appreciating your body by doing the things that show you that you love and appreciate your body. Okay. If this episode speaks to you, and as I was talking through all of this, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, that's me. Oh my gosh, yes, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. I want to invite you into the MBS experience. MBS is the Mind, Body, and Spirit Transformation Program, where we spend six weeks together working on your relationship with food. So more specifically, we work on, number one, the relationship that you have with yourself, building your mindset, getting you to a place where you are actually ready to make this commitment. We then talk about binge eating for an entire module. So we're going to talk about your urges to binge, how to overcome them, understanding them, recognizing, being able to take your power back. We're then going to also talk about emotional eating and how to not give into food when you're feeling emotional around it and feeling like I need to relieve this stress by turning to food. We're then going to talk about intuitive eating and how you can have standards for the way that you treat yourself when it comes to food, because a lot of people's fear of breaking up with their diet is I'm just going to binge eat 24 seven all of the time because I recognize that I have that tendency. You're not going to binge eat 24 seven all of the time. We are going to teach you how to really tap back into honoring your body, recognizing your hunger and fullness cues, being able to not only hear them, but actually want to honor them and respect them. 
I'm gonna teach you how to let go of all of the food rules that you have, good foods, bad foods, obsession around being on a diet. And then finally, inside of MBS, we're gonna teach you how to become a woman who is committed to this journey, a woman who isn't going to give up when things get hard, a woman who doesn't rely on motivation to show up for herself. If 2024 is truly the year that you are dedicated to becoming binge-free, this is an opportunity that will change your life. I've taken over a 1,000 women through this experience. It's high-touch coaching, which means I'm in there with you. This isn't you get some modules and you get a workbook and you do it all by yourself. I'm with you every single step of the way. We already have seven incredible humans registered for the next session, which begins in February. Registration is currently open and we only have three spots inside because it is high touch. We make sure that the community is safe and connected so that you can show up really powerfully being vulnerable and open so that I can really help you heal your relationship with food in the way that you've really been wanting to heal. I know that it's scary work. I know that it's hard work. I know because I've been there and I walked the path myself. So I'm reaching out my hand, extending it to you and offering you the opportunity to come walk this path with me so that you can sit here in five years in 2029 and say, it's been five years since I have had an urge to binge. That is a life that you deserve to live. I love you guys so much. You can send me a DM if this speaks to you to make sure that you are a good fit for this opportunity. I hope that you have the best Monday of your whole entire life. And I'll talk to you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you are inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me, and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much, and I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.